Welcome back to another episode of Two Average Husbands. I am your host, Jake. And I'm your host, Kyle. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Two Average Husbands. Jake, what are you drinking this week? This week, uh, I had to switch it up. Uh, I have a bunch of stouts. As you can see, new setup in my room again. But you can see some of my beer now. Um, but I grabbed the wrong two cans to put in the fridge today. Um, so I have uh, Napkin Magic Tart Cherry, which is a kettle sour with cherries. Yuck. Sounds delicious, doesn't it? I have I'm a friend that listens it. to our podcast, and they threaten to give me sour beers because they know how much I hate sour beers. Just like as a gift, They're like yeah, I'm gonna give you some sours, and I was like, no. Speaking no, of friends, weren't we supposed to have a guest this week? Oh, dude, fuck me! I totally forgot to follow up on that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that at all. I should message him right now and be like, hey, you want to hop on? They worst case can always be invited back. I'm Next just gonna week. message him right now. <laughs> like, hey, dude, we're we're gonna get started. You coming? <laughs> the best part is, is I don't even know who the guest was supposed to be. Yeah, I don't. Even I, know have a, I have a, we'll I have I have a, an inkling. Is it somebody I know? No, not at all. I haven't interacted with them. No, you even have on no Twitter. idea who this person is. You have oh, like okay. literally no idea. Well, screw me then, because I thought I had a little bit of an inkling of who it was gonna be, but now I'm wrong. And what are you drinking, Kyle? Oh, yeah, good call. Uh, I will introduce my first beer, which is uh, counter to the order that I had told you. I'm going to drink the Blackwater series from Southern Tier, their Nitro S'mores Ale first. The same guy who hooked it up previously with a few Southern Tier beers. Uh, Shout out to Edgar. If you're listening, you might listen on the, uh, the recap. I know you don't normally catch us live, but... He uh, works for Southern Tier. He's one of their sales reps, and he's a great guy. Ten percent has given me some free beer, and I appreciate that. Ten percenter. Uh, what is mine? I don't even know. This one is Sheesh. packaged by Lil Beaver Brewery, and I don't think the alcohol is listed. Lil Beaver Inferior to Belching Beaver. I already know. See, I don't, I don't even know if that's true. Support your local beaver. That's all I know. How dare you. This actually doesn't list the percentage on it, which is... Do you remember that one time that I had a beer that didn't list the percentage and you told me I was insane and that it was legally required and there's no way that that was true? You know what? I was drinking that night. (laughs) (laughs) As I am for 90% of these podcasts. This thing is pouring real thick. It looks delicious. I'm going to fill my glass to the brim. This is probably a dangerous move. Oh, man. But it's a veteran move. I hate how much I'm going to love this, and I know it. I haven't I had... Like the, oh, wait. the can, and it is No, be... I haven't had the s'mores one. I had the... They had a coconut one that I had that was pretty good. That does sound really good. I need to get my hands on that. Here's uh, here's my pour. Don't worry. Jesus. Nice and classy. This was only a 12-ounce can, so I have a, a mostly not full glass, actually. Look at that head, though. Isn't that perfect? Good looking beer. That is a good looking beer. That's a nice. Ooh, look at that. Look at it fucking trail the side of the cup. That's really good. Yeah, Southern Tier. Shout out to their beers yeah. if you haven't had them. I want to say I've had. I had. A, I've had a couple of theirs. So I had their um, Blackwater Nitro Coconut Truffle, which I gave an eight seven. I had their Pumpkin Nitro Cold Brew Coffee, which I gave a seven nine. And I've just in my life have had a few of their other like pumpkin beers. Their Pumpkin. Um, they have a few different ones, but the pumpkin nitro cold brew coffee, like tasted like a, like if you went to dunk or not Duncan, 
maybe they do pumpkin. I don't know. If you went to Starbucks and were like, can I get a cold brew with pumpkin? It tasted like that. It was very, very good. If I ever find myself in New York, which is where they're based out of, I'll have to. They, like I said, this, the guy who, one of their sales reps is, uh, thank you, Zach. I appreciate you. Zach's in the league that I was just telling you about Kyle. Maybe we can, we can touch on that briefly. Um, but their sales rep, he lives like 20 minutes from me. He does, he travels the country to sell it, but you know, it's a pretty readily available brand. I'm not going to lie, though. I think, well, A, like, I just want to visit the brewery because if it's that good, I want to try it, you know, straight from that. Fresh, yeah. But also, this has, like, a really odd scent to it, which does not match its taste. It's like... Hmm. uh, I've had a few beers like that that smell really good and they just taste a little bit weird. Not even taste really good. It just smells a little weird. Yeah. Like, it's supposed to be made with a graham cracker flavor as well. Maybe that's. I think what, that maybe that's what I'm smelling. It yeah, because you get like a little bit of cracker. like a yeah, like a musty or smell to it. I know what you're it almost smells about. like a stale graham cracker. You know what I mean? Yeah, like one that's just been like sitting there for a while. It's just been vibing. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Maybe people like that. I don't know, but it tastes fine. You're gonna find so. out. First sip impression of mine. We're off to a good start. I'll put it that way. That's you wouldn't good. like it. It tastes like a sour. I don't like sours. That is true. I don't. I'm. I don't get how you don't like sour. You like sour candy. I do like sour candy. I like sour candy a lot more when I was a kid, but I don't, I don't, I don't know, dude. We'll figure it out. We'll find, we'll find something you like. I think the opinion or, you know, like the, uh, the conception of the taste of beer in my head can't jive with what is being advertised as an alcohol or like a beer to me. And so I sip it. I'm like, this just tastes like fucking sour water. Well, then Zach agrees with you because he he mentioned that he has never had a drop of beer. So this is all going over his head. Oh, that's sad. But also maybe a good thing. I don't know. I feel like my life would be better if I never knew what alcohol was. I don't know that that's true. I would be in much better shape. We'll put it that way. I don't know that that's true either. I, I feel like people use alcohol as their scapegoat for like weight gain all the time. It And sure, like if I don't drink for a while, like I probably would lose some weight. But that doesn't mean like I can't stay healthy. I, Although well, it's bad for your liver, obviously. So like, Yeah, but also like... You're healthier without it, no doubt. But The first time that I like lost a significant chunk of weight, I was legitimately drinking like... 30 beers two or three times a week like that alone is like 3,000 calories that's a lot like you're gonna gain a lot of weight when you do that and it also literally the reason i lost weight was because dane's dad came up to me slapped me in the tummy and said you've been drinking a lot huh i was like losing weight tomorrow got it Jeez, bud thanks dean oh man but anyways let's get off to our nice start with our nfl uh, typical topic. We don't have that. We're still doing NFL topics, which is a little weird. It seems strange because I'm so out of the world now because I just, you know, it's weird. Like the whole NFL landscape is usually gone over the Pro Bowl week, you right? Know, and it's if unless you're into the Pro Bowl, which I'm not. It's the I used dumbest to be sporting it was more event. Entertaining, but it is dumb. It's so dumb. It's like you can tell the players don't like they like the skills competitions. Like those look fun. Give me just three yeah. straight days of nothing but skills competitions. Yeah, that'd be so much that. better. I remember reading your tweet and I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. But also, like, the, it looks like the athletes are having fun during that, and then when they're out on the field, like, you are just. It's just don't the obvious it. problem is the the risk to injury. Like you're yeah. putting people at risk to injury for no reason. Yeah, you're and not trying to like literally end your career yeah 
for just, like like you go back to some of the old tapes like of Sean Taylor just absolutely destroying someone in the Pro Bowl, and you're like, yeah, that was awesome to watch, but also yeah, they were probably a little upset about it, like when it happened. <laughs> I don't know. Like yeah, you're not trying to hurt yourself for something that means absolutely nothing. Like and it's just there's no way to make it valuable enough. Like yeah, if if you give it agree. like if you make it like it used to be, and it, it determines like home field advantage for the Super Bowl, like. Or maybe that maybe that's not even that. I think that's MLB. MLB used to be that way. But regardless, like that's pointless. Like they're not in the Super Bowl. Nobody in the Super Bowl is playing in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. I just and I I I think it's you know, it's comparable and like what you see a lot of the time is um people saying, you know, like the people that opt out of college bowl games and like how especially now that, that generation that was starting that whole we're gonna opt out of college bowl games is now getting in the NFL, so you're starting to see it in the NFL too, and it's just like, you're right. They are opting out of those types of games because they probably should. Yeah. Why would I risk millions upon millions of dollars? And Give yeah, me the, one what's, what's reason the guy's why name, I should do that. The quarterback's name that played in the college one this year. Oh, Matt, Matt Coral. Yeah. Yeah. The one quarterback that was like being projected high. He, I think he had a decent chance of being one of the, one of, if not the first quarterback off the board. I really like Matt Coral and I like a lot of what he has to offer, but yeah, I mean, you just get, you get hurt. Like, and it, that bowl game isn't improving your draft stock at all. No, one game is not changing the way a team views you. It, I'm sorry, it's not. Like right. that, and that's like one of the reasons we'll talk about this in a different episode about why I wasn't super excited about this year's quarterback class in general. Like we're, you're relying on the, uh, the senior bowl to make your decision between a handful of them. That's a yep. problem. But yep. Pro Bowl sucks. Zach Wilson. <laughs> it's, yeah. The Pro Bowl sucks. It's going to keep sucking. There's nothing we can do to change that. But we do have the Super Bowl coming up this Sunday. Sure do. And so it's it's not really one of my topics. If we get crunched on time, we can count it as one of my topics. Five foods that you have to have in a Super Bowl spread. And who do you think is winning the Super Bowl? And I'm going to turn it into a gambling thing. And I'm going to pull up the odds. I'm going to pull up the spread. I'm going to pull up all of that. While you're doing all the numbers game stuff, then I will start talking about food. Uh, little Smokies, hands down, must have. Absolutely. Have in you must pl- have plain, or do you put them in barbecue sauce? I have never had a Little Smoky plain in my life. I and have. If you eat Little Smokies plain, you are a, a horrible I, human. I haven't really eaten them plain. I've like f- fried do them you up eat in cold a pan. Hot dogs? No, hell no. Oh, thank God. No, I've I've taken the Little Smokies and like heated them up in a pan and mixed them in with my eggs. I get, like I don't know if you count that as plain or not, but. That's that's the no. only way I've had them without like some type of sauce on. No, I, I guess I wouldn't consider that to be plain per se, yeah. but I still think it sounds gross. It's it was I get it though. Pretty good. I put like you know like Johnsonville brats in my like breakfast sometimes. Yeah, I mean it's just fry sausage. that up in a pan and you throw it in there. Yeah, it's just like a Which little I, hot dog. I guess. I don't know. Have you ever had a hot dog and eggs? Can't say I, that I have. No, I haven't either. I've had hot dog and mac and cheese. Not terrible. Yeah, hot dog and mac and cheese is delicious. Well, actually, Johnsonville brat and mac and cheese is better. But. I can't say I've ever had brats. <clears throat> I've had mac and cheese and brats, but I've never put my brats in my mac and cheese. So I do the jalapeno brats, which aren't really brats. Yep. They're like sausages. Yeah. Throw that shit in mac and cheese. Mm. Just had it the other night, actually. Delicious. Uh, all right. So let me, before we every get to Every once in a while, you need one of those peasant meals. You know what I mean? Uh, you just got to eat some fucking ramen and shit. Bro, every once in a while, I cook like four packs of ramen. Yeah. I I am lazy so we get like every once in a while we'll just get like the pre-packaged hard-boiled eggs. 
Yeah, oh, gross. I'll throw a couple of those in there, a little hot sauce, maybe make a little chicken if I'm back feeling to wild. College and shit, you know, get that taste going again. I, you got to do. Did you ever have mac and cheese pizza? Yes. Sorry, I'm just gonna derail you for the rest of this conversation. No, it's fine. I'm. Things are yes, coming to my mind. I have had it. I did enjoy it when I ate it, and I was. Was that CC's when you had it? It was at CC's. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, CC's. I feel like made it popular, and then people started making it on their own. It's way better if you make it yourself. Oh, a thousand percent. It's. Just I mean, CC's calories is, a slice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so currently, um, as of my time of looking at this, the Rams are the favorite. They are a four-point fra- favorite, and the expected over/under is currently set at forty-eight and a half. Hmm. Bengals by three. McPherson kicks the game-winning field goal. You're you're calling your shot. The Bengals have scored seventy-two points in the playoffs, and Evan McPherson has scored forty of them. Yeah, from what it's worth absolute dog one of the best kickers in football if not the best andy's i'm not gonna say the best andy's a rookie you know you know when a team uses a draft pick on a kicker unless it's a, a, the raiders it's probably gonna be a good thing um <laughs> shout out sebastian janikowski solid career wasn't worth a first round pick um yeah. i also think cincinnati's gonna win but i would probably bet the Rams spread just because, like you said, it's it's going to be a close game, I think. I don't yeah. think it's going to be a blowout. Part of me kind of hopes it's a blowout. I would also I, take the I over do, on this game. I'm, there's no chance I'm taking the under on this game. Don't hope that. No, I want it to be a blowout. Blowout Super Bowls are the fucking worst. No, it's not. Absolutely not. They're so boring. 28 to 3. That was 3 would be very boring. 28 to 3 was the Patriots... Atlanta Super Bowl. We all thought it was a it was a blowout. They're up twenty five points in the third quarter. Tom Brady leads the comeback. They win. That would be sick. That would be sick. But if it's a blowout, that is not sick. Yeah, and yeah. it ends twenty eight to three. <laughs> but if it's a blowout and it's like it still sick. blows my mind that the Falcons were in a fucking Super Bowl. Like that that moment like doesn't exist for me because I was gone uh, for work when that Super Bowl happened, so I didn't even get to watch it. I was just too busy. And I remember, like the next day, I like found out about the whole, you know, all the drama with it, and I was like, "God damn, I wish I would have watched." But also, the Falcons, <laughs> yeah, the Falcons? Question mark. Um, but yeah, I the uh, Los Angeles Rams are the have been the favorite or as the favorite are three one and one against the spread in the past five Super Bowls that they've appeared in. Oh no, sorry, that is just the favorite. I read that mm-hmm. wrong. The favorite is three one and one against the spread. The Bengals have covered six consecutive games against opponents with winning records, though. So Bengals maybe, by three, McPherson. But for the Bengals to cover the spread, it'd have to be plus four. I don't care about spread. <laughs> anyway, money line, baby. Bengals I, by three. <laughs> I think Cincinnati has a really good shot to win. I would love to see Matt Stafford get a ring. I would love to see Cooper Cup yeah. get a ring. I'd love to see Robert Woods, even though he's been hurt. He's a dude. I, I love him. Love to see him get a ring. He too. is a dude. That is a fact. He's a dude. You know what I mean when I say that. Everybody who knows what a dude is knows what I mean when I say that. You know, yeah, I don't have to explain honestly, that. I, one. Like uh, Odell, even Sony Michelle. Yeah, Odell too. Sony Michelle's good, man. People have dogged on him for a long time, but really, he's, he's done a lot of work good, on his team. No, but he's, but he's done a lot of work filling yeah. in on that team. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Especially when Henderson went out, which really yeah. sucked for me in fantasy to see Michelle step up the way he did. But good yeah. for him. And then uh, who's the offensive lineman? Andrew Whitworth. I'd love to see him get a ring too. He's lived in the league for like 16 years or something crazy. Like he's been around forever. And I think this is his first Super Bowl. Maybe, maybe I'm misquoting that, but yeah. 
there's, there's a lot of guys that have talent for the Bengals too, and they've got yeah. time. But you know, just Joe Burr. <clears throat> Joe Burr. Yeah, I don't know. I think it'd be cool. Back to the food though, the more important part. So you got little Smokies on your list. I, I do. Them. Wait, who is your team? What are you saying? You're saying Bengals too? I would like are to see the Bengals win. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if they will, but I would like to see them win. Um, yeah, so my uh, – you didn't do it in order. I'm going to do it in order. My number one is wings. Oh, yeah, okay, I have to have wings during the Super Bowl or it's not the Super Bowl. Hmm. I don't eat bone-in wings as I know that you know. I um, specifically so eat bone-in wings for the Super Bowl. I love boneless wings, but I don't know that it's a requisite for me. Like, if boneless wings were there, I'd be fucking eating them for sure. But I don't eat bone-in wings, and I don't know that it's a necessity for me. All right, what's your second then for after Little Smokies? Nachos or or and or some sort of like a queso dip. Yeah, I can get it. I can like I can vibe with that. Yeah. This year, uh, my parents are going to come over for the Super Bowl, first Super Bowl in the new house. So, you know, got to nice. bring yeah. out all the stops. My mom's making sure. tacos and that that's like our contribution is we're going to make like guacamole, salsa, rice beans and nachos. Okay. All right. Okay. So it's not it's not a requisite for me, but it's it's up there. I, okay. I can see it like breaking fringe top five. In fact, it might it might work its way in here as I convince myself. Uh, <laughs> number two for me, this is a purely a nostalgia thing. Is pizza rolls? We have had okay. pizza rolls at probably every Super Bowl that I have watched in my life, hmm. dating back to like the first Super Bowl that I really remember watching was the. I want to say it was Tampa and Oakland in like 2002. That's like the first one that I really remember watching with my dad. And we had pizza rolls then. Hmm. So okay. it's been like a long standing thing. I would just say pizza is on my list. Yeah. Would I accept pizza rolls as a tolerable you have to. piece of that category? It's, yeah, I probably would. That's probably just would. the rule. You can't. Pizza rolls are the best type of pizza. I 100% disagree with Same. that. Same. And I hate can't it. believe you said that. I said it mostly as a joke. Especially as a Chicagoer. Chicago pizza is overrated. That's a I don't care about Chicago pizza, day. but you should, like, it, pizza in yeah. general is ingrained into your culture. Yeah, that's true. As a Chicagoer. I can't disagree with you there. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here with that pizza, pizza roll. <laughs> pizza rolls are amazing. Pizza. They are good. Yeah, they're good. They're just not uh, the best. Um, let's see. What else? Do you prefer is New York style? What's your style? I, I do prefer New York style. Okay. New York style, and then like Chicago thin crust, and then like Detroit style. Detroit sounds good. And then Chicago deep dish. Deep dish pizza is ass. So I'm just like a real basic ass bitch when it comes to pizza. So like I eat a lot of just like, you know, your traditional crust pizzas, like yeah. whatever, you know, like Papa John's shit. Um, but if I'm going to get a, like a fancier, like I think I would prefer New York. It's so much better. Everything about it's better. Yeah. And I have had it as, like, leftovers, so I don't count myself as ever having it. But, like, uh, the New Haven, Connecticut style of pizza, it's, like, the it's considered by many to be, like, the pizza, the best pizza in the country. And I went to the East Coast for the first time in my life not that long ago. So I have all spent almost zero time on the East Coast, and I haven't had a lot of time to explore pizzas yeah. out there. I'm also not going to travel to New Haven, Connecticut just to eat pizza. Sure just not a thing i'm gonna do that makes sense um number three for me is whiskey okay i love whiskey. i, I thought we were doing foods it, alcohol's food it's got calories okay um but yeah whiskey for me 
just again, it's a nostalgia thing. Ever since I've been old enough to drink, my dad and I, whiskey gingers for the Super Bowl, just kind of what we've done. It's a mm. nostalgia thing. Plus, like as you can kind of see, let me see if I can like tilt the camera over there. Like I have a lot of whiskey, so I like to drink it. I man, you know the funny thing is, is like I've really hit on the ones that I like always have, because for the most part. Uh, you know, growing up, we didn't really do much for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like, we definitely didn't go all out. It was like, hey, let's watch and have some some snacks, which was usually your, uh, or your some little smokies and shit. You know, so I'm trying to think of anything else that I might be missing out on from food before I just say like beer, because like beer, right? Beer has to be on the list in my opinion, because I didn't do like whiskey ever on a Super Bowl. I've always my- had beer. My dad, uh, much like myself, can't really drink too much beer, um, or else we get like gout and stuff like that. So we never really had a ton of beer growing up. Um, and I say growing up, I mean even as an adult, like he drinks whiskey and ginger. Like that's just his that's his go to. Um, so, but I mean, yeah, beer for most people, my whiskey would be beer for them. Like beer is just kind of like you have beer during the Super Bowl. It's just kind of a thing. Yeah, just in general, like, drink during the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, For me, again, maybe it's nostalgia. I'm going to say the broad category and then narrow it down to the nostalgic part, pretzels. Okay. And that's because one of the desserts that my family has kind of always made for everything is chocolate-covered pretzels. Okay. Like, uh, is it, like, almond bark? Do they just, like, melt some almond bark? Or what do they do? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, just melt almond, you know, double boil almond bark, and then just yeah. toss the pretzels in it. Yeah. We don't, we don't do, we we do like the little twist pretzels too. We don't do like the pretzel logs. It's more mm. my aunts; they do that, but they don't come over for the Super sure. Bowl. So um, that one's definitely up there for me as well. Mm. Good one. Okay, I had to refer to Carly because her to def- defer to her because I couldn't think of anything else, and she said, "Well, she agrees with me with little Smokies, so she isn't listening to the podcast right now, or though." Otherwise, she'd know I had already said that. But also, uh, she said buffalo chicken dip, which is huge. Yes. Yep. My mom makes a... Definitely high on the list of must-haves. My mom makes the best buffalo chicken dip that I have ever had. I will stand by that sentiment until the day I die. So I agree with you there. That one. That one's probably my number five. She corrected me and said I need to say buffalo chicken dick, not dip. <laughs> I, too, like buffalo chicken dick. I can tell the backstory on that one, I guess, if you really want. Uh, I mean, we got. If you want me to interrupt you again, you might as well. So, when Carly and I were still dating back in Iowa, one time her, she lived with four roommates, I think at the time, three or four roommates, whatever it was, and we'd always just hang out at their place. And we went over there, or we were at, like, on the couch. I, I'm pretty sure, and like, correct me if I'm wrong on the story, but I, and she can correct via message or whatever. But anyway, we were sitting on the couch, and her friend came home, just fucking hammered. And she loved buffalo chicken dip. And chicken so dick? she, do you remember Hi? You know Hy-Vee, the store. Hy-Vee? Yeah, yeah. So Hy-Vee uh, is a grocery store for those that don't know. But anyway, they used to like have pre-prepared food that you could go and pick up or whatever. And she would always go and pick up this the fucking pre-made buffalo chicken dip that they had. Nice. And so one time she comes home, she's just hammered and walks in the door. And when she walks in, she's just like, "I need buffalo chicken dick." And we're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she just like had to fucking feed for this shit and goes and gets her like fucking plastic clear top of buffalo chicken dip out of that's the a, That's a vibe right there. 
I could be a little off on my story. I don't know. It's pretty close. Either way, it was so fucking funny. She just hammered. It was like, I just need buffalo chicken dick right now. That's amazing. I <laughs> love that. Good. We had a good laugh about it. And obviously we had because it stuck with us and we still fucking say that stupid shit today. <laughs> Zach mentions in the comments here that he also grew up in Iowa. Feel free to throw out in the comment. Let me know where I can tell you. Kyle stories is, anytime. Kyle's just slowly running into the I fact am that an Iowa person. So <laughs> Kyle's just slowly running into the fact that like everybody in the fantasy community somewhat knows each other because that's how Dude, I know it's Zach. so strange. Zach's from the fantasy community and Zach, there's a an account, Nick Pentakoff. I think I'm saying Shout his name Nick. right. Yeah. Kyle went to high school with him. And like indeed. Nick and I just yeah. interact all the time on Twitter and then they yeah. Kyle just texts me and goes, "No fucking way you go to your your fantasy friends yeah. with somebody that I went to high school with." And, and the then, crazy thing is is I really haven't talked to talked to him in, you know, 10 years. years yeah. Ish. It's cuz I I just had my 10-year reunion for well, I didn't go, but I it's been 10 years since I graduated high school. And I think that's round about the same time that I, I talked to him. Oh, shout, fuck yeah, dude. I grew up in Cedar Falls. Uh, my buddy, one of my really good friends and actually one of my roommates uh, at one point in time in college uh, grew up there as well in Cedar Rapids. So. Yeah. Good old Iowa, man. <clears throat> yeah, dude. Everywhere's close, man. Uh, like if you're in any like the, you know, semi-major cities, like they're all, yeah, you're, you know where everybody else is from. Like when you start naming little ass fucking towns in the middle, like Western Iowa and Southwestern Iowa, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, dude. Like I have no idea where you're from. But you, you tell me you never been to Montezuma? I actually have. Yeah, that's not been to Lake Ponderosa on Montezuma. Uh, in Montezuma? Uh, no, I don't think so. Damn. Then why were you in Montezuma? Um, I don't know. There's it's there? the only thing in the fucking town. I don't know. It was dude, literally I, like I've been there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. It's the most of the people that have been there. It's like thirty minutes from Grinnell, so you kind of just you like you find your way into random ass places there. Grinnell, Carly used to spend a lot of time in Grinnell. I never really did. I've been there, but I didn't spend time there. We used to go there for like when we we had a lake house in Montezuma. That's that's why I've been there. Yeah. Um, and we used to go into Grinnell for like nicer dinners. There was a steakhouse where like you'd you they literally just had like a freezer and you would like just grab your own cuts of meat out of it and you would then Dude, meat go, lockers like in a, the midwest are the best yeah absolutely it was so good we used to do it all the time uh, that's where i really like started to, i didn't like funny enough i love steak but i didn't like steak until we started going to that place i would start with like ham steaks that's what i would always get there and then my dad was like try real steak i was like okay and then i was like holy shit ribeye iowa represented right yeah uncle kyle lives in iowa too so yeah He's right outside of Des Moines. Kyle's so. a Des Moines guy, yeah. Carly and grew up near Des Moines. My mom's side of the family grows up, grew up just over the river um, from Davenport. So, you know, Iowa loud and proud over here, man. I guess so. It's funny, too, because now I, like, not, like, I don't intentionally avoid Iowa. I guess I wouldn't say it that way, but I just don't go home. Yeah. Like, it's not like I've, <laughs> I have anything that really pulls me back other than family, you know. I mean, it's but Iowa. I've been not a lot years, there, admittedly. But... You got a lot of corn. <clears throat> You do have a lot of corn. Really good at wrestling in that state. I fucking love tell you. I don't. And they are good wrestlers. That's that's all I got. It's a big wrestling. Really good at developing tight ends in the world's largest the NFL. frying pan, Brandon, Iowa. World's largest truck stop, that's also true. in mm-hmm. Iowa. It's true. Love that truck stop. It's a real thing. Truck stops a vibe. I believe that at any given time, um, they have a lot of uh, rankings on the party schools. Uh, yeah. Hawkeyes are usually up there for tailgate and party schools. I've had a. I cares been, about Ames. So I was gonna say I've been to a couple parties in Ames. Lames. Yeah, shit cares. happens. Anyways, 
That's really all of all of our NFL topics for. <laughs> I can't believe that wasn't a real topic. Um, we can, like I said, we can count we can count me using yeah. that as one of my topics if we want, just because there's not a lot to talk about uh, with the NFL right now. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, Kyle, what's your first topic for the week? Fifteen minutes away from from your home, huh, Zach? Go send send a pic with the frying pan to our Twitter. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Let everybody see the giant frying pan. Um. All right. My first topic is. And both of mine are kind of on the same similar concept, I guess, for today. But uh, I thought about this when we were having a conversation pre-podcast last week. And then I just, I don't know how good of a topic it's going to be. It might not take very long to talk about this. I don't know. But it was funny because I was thinking about it. And Jake and I were talking about, um, for whatever reason, I had shouted like my pants size to Carly last week. I was like, you know, it's funny. Like, it's funny how unrealistic, like my uh, concept of how to wear pants, I guess, was when I was younger. You know, like, so. Yeah. And, and I think it's the same with shoe size, which is why I wanted to like talk about it and bring it up because I think it's funny. Because I think when you're a kid and you're growing up and you start, um, you know, going like when you as you're getting older, you're like, oh, I just really I want that next size shoe. Like for whatever reason, that's like something yeah. you want. Like you want your feet to be bigger for whatever fucking reason. Because you think it's well for me is because my doctors always told me like if you have big feet, you're going to be tall. Oh, yeah, here I, I am. They were always like, based on your feet, you're going to be like six three. Here I am sitting at fucking five nine and a half, calling myself five ten on a good day. Yeah, right. Yeah, with fucking yeah, size yeah. twelve feet, so no shoe looks good on me. Just <laughs> well, got just, these fucking you know, clown feet walking around. I remember, like, you know, my mom would take me like shoe shopping when I was a kid, and I'd be like, "Oh, I'm ready for the ten now. Like, put me in that fucking size 10. And It's like I wore like an eight and a half. You know what I mean? Like, there was no fucking reason. Yeah. Like, where? But you always wanted to like get into the bigger. And I just thought that was funny. And like conceptually, like, I think there's so many different things where like pants too, like. Not only was it a style just to wear longer pants, but I remember where um, one time I was going to get jeans. And at the time I was like a 32 and I probably should have been like a 32, 30, but I bought 32, 32. And like my grandpa was significantly taller than me and was a 32 inch uh, inseam. And yeah. when he, my grandma told him, he's like, oh yeah, I got new pants. And he's like, oh, and like he like looked or whatever. And he's like, 32, 32. He's like, this is like my size. He's like, dude, you're like four inches shorter than me. Like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like these long ass pants where I you don't need too. this shit. And it was just so funny, like when I think about it, I'm like, why the fuck did we do that? Bro, can we if you think about it too, like for a lot of people anyway, like for me, like when I was younger, I wanted to like buy bigger clothes like bigger pants, bigger yeah. shirts. I wanted to be a large. And now yeah. that I'm an adult, I'm like, Can I fit in a medium? Like yeah. the medium here <laughs> I work know for I me? Can't. Or if it's Carhartt, <laughs> it's like I need a small. Like Carhartt <laughs> small is most brands yeah. large. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, now I'm like, it's like you, you grow up and you're trying, it's like kind of just everything. Like you, you want to grow up, you want to get bigger. And then like, now that we're adult and we're all like have body dysmorphia and we're all super self-conscious because of social media, we're like, let's go to the smaller sizes now. It's right? just funny how like you're, it's, om- it's not even that it's just, you, you stop feeling the need to like fake something. You know yeah, what I mean? Like you, that too. you no longer have this, this notion that you need to do something to impress or to feel accomplished because of those silly, stupid fucking trivial things that didn't matter at all. Yeah. Like how, how is me wearing a 32 inch like inseam when I'm fucking a 30 inch inseam going to do anything for me? At yeah. All? Also it's like, not. who Just are you, <laughs> who are you talking to your pants size about? Like, Hey, Hey guys, guess what I got this weekend? Got them 32s. But, and I think part of it was just like a, you know, trendy, but you don't really understand the concept of like how pants should fit. You oh know, yeah. They should rest like at the, they shouldn't be bunched at your shoes, right? Like they should rest like just at the top of the shoe, you know, you know, like certain things that you just don't 
give a shit about when you're a kid and like you don't yeah. understand how pants should fit so you probably wasted just fuckloads of money growing up on pants that just fit horribly well and also to that like where we're like what is considered your waist mm-hmm. is not where it's i like wear three my... inches lower than your waist yeah it's not where i wear my pants at all uh, three inches higher yeah yeah it's just like a lot of the that <clears throat> part of clothes shopping just doesn't make sense but i also did the exact same things you're talking about i wanted the bigger shoes i wanted to like i bought i think the i think i bought a pair of 34 inch inseam pants at one point and i'm i'm, I'm like almost I said, positive i never went that crazy i'm like five nine and a half i've been this height since i was like yeah. 14 and i'm pretty sure i once bought like I'm, a 32 34 i'm only a couple years older than you so this might not apply with you apply to you but you you probably at least would connect with this on some level but do you did you ever buy uh like jinkos or any any variety yes. of jeans that were very similar yes, to that i did and so I think I had, um, if I if I think about it, I'm pretty sure I had like a pair, but it wasn't like the ridiculous ones that had the yeah, I didn't have the like bell bottom, you know? Yeah, what I, mean? I didn't have the wildly baggy yeah. ones. So I think I just had like big pants. Yeah. But like even when I got older, right? Like I was still buying. Like I I was just going through old clothes and getting rid of shit, um, which is why I kind of thought about this too. But I pull out a pair of pants and yeah. <laughs> uh, Uncle Kyle said he grew up in Jinkos, which is yeah, and so did I. Like I grew like in that style trend like i didn't yeah. wear them that often i was i've pretty much always been kind of like a levi's kid for the most part but um i do remember um you know buying pants even in my college days where they were so long that they would sit underneath of my shoe when i walked like, yeah the fuck did i do that especially living in the midwest because they were constantly soaked by the fucking snow yep or the rain and then yeah, they were worse. just fray and rip and I, I found old pants in my closet that were just like the you know the back of the ankle yeah, of my pants just was just gone. shredded yeah just, it's a fucking hole i'm like why did i do that i just don't get it so i, I don't know i just thought it's funny to think about and kind of conceptualize and i was curious you know it and I'm, i know that it's not it's probably not regional but i'm curious if like that's like a universal experience for people of our generation and it probably is i don't know i think it was like i don't know i always remember i was the first kid to wear like I won't say skinny jeans, but like fitted jeans, like mm-hmm. not super baggy ones. And that was like, when I was doing it, it was weird. Like I it's was funny too. Cause when I think about that though, like even when I wore skinny jeans, like literally even wearing those like skinny pants. Yeah. I still had them down past my ankle and rubbing on the fucking ground. See, I, <laughs> yeah. when I got to that point, I could like, I didn't do it really, but there was a, a time in my life where I was specifically, I remember being upset at the way that my jeans sat on top of my shoes. Yeah, it's weird. Like, yeah. Which is where they should fucking sit. Right. But, yeah, so I, but like, I think it is universal because, like, I would buy, like, the more, fi- like, I wore joggers before joggers were a thing. I wore tighter jeans before tighter jeans were a thing. Like, mm-hmm. I was going I don't to, know if pa- I believe I, that one. really, not like a thing thing, but like when it was like in our the age. Joggers, group, I might believe, but I don't believe tight jeans. Like, I was, I, <laughs> I have a picture of me from when I was like 12. So this is that you probably just had shitty fitting pants and you're like, yeah, it was trendy. No, I I'm saying it wasn't, I was wearing it before it was trendy. Like, like I'm trying like kind of a hipster not kind of, but like I literally had like girl jeans when I was like 12 or 13. Yeah, I did the same kind of shit when I was like middle school. Cause I was like, you know, the fucking hardcore kid or whatever. Yep. Same. You know, Um, garage band hangout kid. But then I would go to like Zoomies and PacSun and I'd buy all my jeans there and like PacSun, yeah, PacSun. I had a lot of PacSun jeans. I had a lot uh, of, um, a 
couple from like Hot Topic too, because Hot Topic had their own brand of jeans for a yep. while that weren't like not like the chain ones. That's not what I'm yeah. saying, but like just regular ass pants. Yeah, I was, I was Zoomies first, mostly just because Zoomies did a lot of sales, and I was a skater kid too. Same, yeah. So like, I wanted like to wear Zoomies stuff and like be sponsored by Zoomies. Zoomies uh, didn't exist where I lived for a long time. You had to either drive to probably Cedar Rapids and maybe Zach knows that I don't know, but. Uh, or Des Moines to go to a Zoomies. We had Hot Topic and we had PacSun. That was it. Yeah, PacSun was like later on because when I was younger, Zoomies would always do sales. They do like the back to school sales where you get like three pairs of jeans, two shirts, and a hoodie, and it'd be like a hundred bucks. That kind of surprises me actually because Zoomies is one of the more expensive places. They used to hook. They used to do like sales like that all the time, and maybe it's because we had like an outlet mall. And yeah. the Zoomies was in the outlet mall, but it wasn't like a Zoomies outlet. It was always just right. Zoomies. So I don't know. Um, I didn't really discover Zoomies until college when I was started like, you know, meandering around a little bit more in Iowa. And I remember going in and being like, fucking A, man, I'm about to spend $35 on a t-shirt, uh, which was absurd. Yeah, still- it did get it did get more expensive as, as time went on. Like once skating became more like, I won't say mainstream, but more like financially successful for the companies that were within the space like it's funny because you say that and i have this maybe just a different uh perspective on the popularity of that culture than you do because i remember when i was i think i was seven years old uh when i dropped in for the first time uh something like that because i remember like I remember comparing my age to the the height of the ramp that I was dropping in on because uh, the highest one in my hometown was a seven foot ramp. And I remember doing it at like a very similar age to the yeah. height. And I thought that was pretty fucking cool, you know, uh, when I was a kid. But I remember like that, that culture was huge then. And I'm a couple years older than you. So like this, like the skateboarding culture has been profitable and huge for since the like, 80s. I don't know. maybe 70s. Like the time when I was going to Zoomies <clears throat> is when like, Ryan Sheckler had a TV show. Bam Margera was just like finishing up having it. Like it was super mainstream at the point. It's funny that you'd point to Sheckler uh, as your first example because Sheckler was uh, the post of Bam Margera age. Yeah, he was a kid. Bam Margera, I would argue, is probably like the one of the heights of the culture in terms of yeah uh, popularity and trendiness and you know people dressing like that. Yeah, but I don't think the I think the brands like took time to get to that point i don't know some of them I was, sure I, I get what you're saying i think i think the true like people that were involved in that culture and like were the skater kids like actually yeah. like went were like skating was the bam margera era and yeah. then i think it extended because of popularity of like like girls were drooling over ryan sheckler i remember that and, like, right they, it was girls that were like you know the the preppy girls for lack of a better term in my high school were like oh ryan sheckler i'm like do you even know who that fucking is yeah because I was a skater kid. I just Have you watched his cool demo tape? Dude, dude, I just watched his new release this weekend, <laughs> dog. Yeah, it's just, it's funny. I get what you, I think that's what you're trying to say. Maybe I'm wrong, but like the trendiness expanding to that other. Yeah, I think, I think at that time, market. like they were just, yeah, they were trying to attack like the mainstream markets and could charge yeah. a little bit more because like the rich kids wanted to be skater kids at that sure. point. Yeah. Um, whereas like when we were coming out the mud for the, uh, <laughs> To say that, said that I, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I, I wanted to say that as cringe. I wanted that to be as cringy oh, as possible. Um, but yeah, like when we were when we were coming up, like it was just cheaper. But then we went over to PacSun, and then that's when I was spending like sixty bucks on a pair of jeans. And oh, now, it's so funny that you say that because my experience was exactly the no opposite. PacSun. I remember maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but I remember PacSun jeans being way more expensive than Zoomies were. Dude, that's that was the thing, right? It was like when I'd go school shopping or whatever when I was younger. 
um, Paxon was the store that did what you were describing from Azumi's, which was like you go and you buy three pairs of jeans. Uh, it was like buy one get two free. Yeah, I remember like them pairs doing of that. jeans for like sixty bucks or something. You know what I mean? Like they had pretty fucking good deals. Yeah, and it was one of the only places where you could buy Vans at the time. Yep. So I'd like go to Paxon to get my shoes. I don't think uh, Journeys was a thing yet. I wonder when Journeys came to my hometown. I, I want to say Journeys, Journeys was a thing. I want to say Journeys was always a thing around us, but I've honestly, I don't think I've ever purchased anything from Journeys in my life. Oh, for real? Yeah, I definitely did. I they don't... started having pretty good uh, deals on shoes. I was always like Zoomies Paxson, and then like as I got older, you know, I went through like the Abercrombie era and the American Eagle era, and I'm still an American Eagle fanboy. American Ugh. Eagle jeans are absolute best jeans you can buy right now for the price i disagree i've I also never them. i've never owned a pair of levi's that's you're fucked up i bought them one time from kohl's and then when i left the store i i was like on the phone so i wasn't paying attention to what i was spending and then i realized i spent like 75 dollars on a pair of khakis dude like, well that's the funny thing about levi's is kind of like what you're saying with you know just random ass deals is levi's are i would say debatably one of the most affordable outside of like your walmart store brand stuff like you know you're your generic store brand stuff. If you're going to buy like a brand name jean, Levi's is probably one of the most affordable because they have so many deals. They do. Like if you go to Kohl's deals, to buy Levi's yeah. and you are paying full price, like whatever's on the fucking tag, you're, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. I can see that. Cause they are constantly on sale. Yeah. They're like 40 bucks, 40 bucks. At Levi's are very expensive. 40 ish. If you get them on the website, but also American Eagle, I go when they go on sale, I paid like 25 bucks for two pairs. They stretchy. You know, I can bend in them. Like I said, we were getting rid of old clothes, and I think one of the cringiest phases of my entire jean-wearing life was buckle jeans. <laughs> I never, I've never bought anything from Buckle in my entire. Harley life. was working at Buckle at the time, so I needed to go in there and like you know find a reason to be in Buckle, wear right. some buckle jeans. And I had oh. two pairs. One of them was pretty normal, and one of them was pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie. I got close to buying a pair of boots from Buckle one time. Like cowboy boots. Yeah, like cowboy boots. boots. Oh yeah. It's funny how that buckle became, you know, the trendy store for people like in like the country culture. Yeah, because it was, it's such it was a weird. fucking mainstream and like yeah, everything bougie ass so store, expensive. but they somehow their fucking miss me jeans and like sequin shit became popular amongst the the country generation or uh, you know culture. It's kind of weird. Uncle Kyle says Walmart sells Levi's now. Do I they sell they Levi's or do they sell like Denizen? I know that's like the so budget. What's Levi the other brand. one outside of Denizen? There's another one that's like very comparable to Levi. And I think Walmart sold them for a long time. But I wouldn't be surprised if Levi's were at Walmart now. That doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, Dockers is Levi no. Bur- is Levi Strauss. It could have been like a Walmart like in-house brand, and I'm just confusing it. But I remember yeah. there was a brand that was very comparable, but was you know sold in your big supermarket stores. Yeah, yeah. What do you want to call? I, I don't think it was a Levi Strauss brand, but superstores i guess signature by levi strauss maybe i don't know um uh, i don't know it doesn't matter but yeah i went i went i definitely went through the same cringy clothes era of yeah. wearing obnoxiously back uh, i also with like the baggy jeans did you wear basketball shorts that went past your knee uh-huh. yeah always. well always yeah i Not only did i wear basketball shorts past my knees but i would wear basketball shorts under my knee- jeans sometimes yep i would do that yeah, I got made fun. I didn't get made fun of for like my family made fun of me for it. I'm like, yeah. it's what the kids are doing, dude. I so many weird trends and like phases. Yeah. I remember when I was in high school, I went through a phase where I like wouldn't wear a t-shirt without a white shirt under it, but I wanted the white shirt to like show. Yep. 
So I, I always had an undershirt. Do you remember the shirts that had sewn in long sleeves? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I had yeah. so many of those. Yeah. The dumbest fucking thing. But it would be like a short sleeve shirt and a short sleeve shirt. Like I would wear white short sleeves under a like a black short sleeve t-shirt, but I wanted the white to show. It was weird. weird. I and I feel like I, I remember like getting called out for that too. That somebody was like, "Why do you always have a fucking white shirt?" Maybe it's because we were an athlete, but we always wore fightings, which were like those necklaces that were like infused with titanium, and it helps with athletic performance oh, and balance. Man. Dude, do we you would remember, always wear those. Do you remember the bracelets that were like that? Yes. They were like a rubber bracelet, but they had yes. a little disc on them. Yeah, it was literally I like had... a sticker on rubber. Yep. And they're like, it increases performance and concentrates Believed it. <laughs> Believed it and wore it. You Dude, bet your ass It's funny because I maybe did. that was like the moment I matured intelligently in my life or like the start of it because I remember those coming out and I was like, that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard of in my life. Like, yeah. why are people buying this? That's like 25 fucking dollars. That's when you became I couldn't an believe adult. It. I think I stole one. I think like my okay. friend took it off one day and I was like. Because this that was like right post Livestrong era. Yeah, and I remember Livestrong was like if you didn't have a brand name Livestrong bracelet on your wrist, you were nothing. Do you remember you the I love boobies phase? I do, and that was another phase that I never really jumped in on. I was, I, I wore like was, three of them. I had like wristbands up to like here. Were you, um, were you around for the trend that was pre Livestrong, where it was the thin like gel bracelets, and you would like fold them and you'd have two bra- i'll have to send you a picture i bet i can find one but are you talking about the ones that were shaped like animals no 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 no. oh no, no, I, no. I was around for that phase by the way journeys came in uh came about in 1986 so they've been around a lot longer than i thought um while you're looking More that popular up in 2000 i finished my first beer six okay. two it's not bad i would drink it again but i'm not gonna drink it right i'm not gonna drink another one uh anytime soon when i send you this picture you're gonna know exactly what i was talking about all right what do you give your first beer um 8.0 that might be one of your higher ratings it was and i'm like really hoping that it wasn't higher rated than any of my belching beaver belching beaver i think is still your highest at an 8.5 okay this was really good though i was really pleased with it um my next beer while kyle is sending you this i'm assuming he's sending it on twitter yeah i just sent you a google link you'll see you'll know what i'm talking about as soon as you open it see Oh yeah, I was I, I was around for that phase. I never did. That was huge, like amongst my peer group or whatever, like yeah. in my school. If you, you had to have them, it started off with like the goth kids wearing them with like all black, right? Yeah. But then it expanded and like all of a sudden everyone was wearing them, but they were like multicolor. Mm-hmm. And you'd trade them at school and shit. Yeah, we would do that with like the ones that were shaped like animals. Like we did that, and then we would trade them around. That. Which if you in the link that you sent me um i'll send this it's it's one of the like recommended ones under the first picture but they're like different colors but they're they were like shaped like animals i'm trying to i'm just looking at the link that i sent you oh i think i see what you're saying yeah like they were like like an outline of an animal yeah like they were shaped like animal so we did that and then Hmm. do you remember these the loci bracelets i still think they're dope I need to post a picture of this on our Twitter so everybody knows what we're talking about when it comes mm-hmm. to these bracelets and we're not just you know verbally trying to describe yeah. these because I'm sure there's going to be a fuckload of people who are like, oh my God, I remember that shit. The loci bracelets are the ones that are circles, but it's like all black circles and then one white dot and then you get another one that was all white circles with one black dot. What'd you send it to me on? Uh, I didn't send that one to you, but I will send it to you now. Okay, I'll take a look. Um, on Twitter. Either way, dude, it's, it's so funny because like the more we talk about this, the more things that are like coming to mind for me. 
and then I just get reminded of like this the goofy shit that we did. Did you war. ever own Osiris shoes? Oh, absolutely. That was a I part of the skating culture. Never did. Huge. I even I, before they became like these fucking giant marshmallows, like they were always big shoes. I was Osiris a, was a huge skating brand. I was a DC kid. I so I, I like so they had the huge tongue, DC. but they like the shoes yeah. themselves weren't big. I really like DC shoes. Obviously, was a Vans kid. Did you have a Chuck Taylor phase? Uh, I had Chuck Taylors. I did not. Um, I had a huge had Chuck a Taylor phase. phase. I, I so badly want the the uh, they have like the off white Converse. Yeah, like the off white Converse collab. I so badly want a pair of those. I, I'm trying to remember if it was DC's or which brand it was. It was one of the skater shoe brands, um, and it had a British flag on the side of it. Do you remember that? It was a black shoe, and they yes. had like a British flag. I had those shoes, and I have no idea why, but I thought I was the coolest fucking kid in the world with those shoes. I'm, I'm trying to remember uh, what brand sold those. I think it, maybe it was Etnies. Maybe I was. I had a lot of. I was a huge Etnies kid. I figured out now. I'm literally googling black skate shoe with British flag. I tried. I tried to do that too. I didn't find it right away. Um, are they these? globe oh, it, was it was globes. globe it, it was, was globes. globes yeah, yeah so I, I went through a globe phase too because i that wasn't my only pair i globes. had i had like the all black globes with the gum bottoms okay uncle kyle says etnies for life i still would rock a pair if i if i had my old ones it's so funny because i'm looking at all these pictures of shoes now and i'm just like almost physically cringing at how awful some of these are speaking of clothing phases being from iowa did you ever have like a redneck phase no, I, I, honestly, so like I didn't. In, um, no, no is the the easy answer. I did. I, I was a part of the skater scene for a majority of my life, and you can kind of attribute that to my, who my brothers were, who because they were both a part of that same type of scene, uh, or you know some variety of. And so I grew up in that scene, and then I think I I would just say I kind of like neutraled my way out towards mm. my senior year of high school, where I wasn't like really in that scene, but I also wasn't like adapting into any other. Yeah, that's like kind of how it's kind of like the same route I went. Like I was, I would wear whatever I wanted, and like some days I'd be like dressed more like preppy, and then other days I'd be more I like. I, I kept had the style. I just didn't like. I wasn't like going to garage bands every weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I had gotten rid of a lot of my um, tendencies, but I just I was still dressing the same. Yeah, makes sense. I wore blue jeans though more often instead of black jeans as I grew up. <laughs> I had a huge redneck phase, like right after high school, r- like right after high school, like freshman sophomore year of college. I had a huge like I was wearing like camo, Carhartt everything, wearing uh, I boots. Do that. I, I did. Uh, my aunt bought phase. me a pair of cowboy boots. I love. I, I was. I didn't wear them that much though. I mine were more like waterproof, like hunting boots than they were <laughs> cowboy boots. I still want a pair of cowboy boots. I have an, it, and they were a really nice pair to her credit. She spent a lot of money on those to get me a nice pair, and I wore them for a bit, and then I, I stopped. But well, I would say that's the closest I've ever been to like a country phase, and then really even then it was just the boots. Yeah, I bought like a first flannel in my life, like for the intention of like looking that style maybe in college when I would go to the Jones County Fair in Iowa. Shout out to the Jones County Fair, great time. Shout out. 
Anyways, that's uh, I think a good way to end your first topic. Talking about sure, and it wasn't even really like a good topic. It was just like yeah, we turned it into a good a conversation. To, yeah, though. place to start conversations. That's what you get on two average husbands, new listeners. You get conversation. Sure. Anyways, now I need to open my second beer. I do too. I am drinking Poppin' Pastels by my favorite brewery, Transient Artisan Ales. Shout out Transient, please sponsor us. Um, which is a sour wheat ale with cara cara orange, tangerine, milk sugar, and vanilla. Ooh. We fancy milk out sugar. Here. That sounds kind of weird. Yeah, I don't. It's in a lot of beers. I am having Mother Road Brewing, brewing, conserve and protect, golden ale, fancy can with that some deer. Deer in a what looks like a Ford Bronco. Something tells me you're gonna regret having the better beer first. I don't know that this is gonna be bad. It's just gonna be lighter. I, yeah, I don't think it's gonna be bad, but you know, like it's like it's best enjoyed from a picnic cooler. I'm not doing that. Interesting. I'm actually disappointed that you're not popping a cooler out right now. I might have to drink this straight out of the can. It's It's from Flagstaff, Arizona. Trying to find a percentage on this can as well. There it is. It is a whopping 4.3%, which is significantly less than the 10% beer that I just had. Yeah, I'm also... This one's 5%. Looks like it's literally just going to be a nice... Looks like a mimosa, Classic light to be beer. honest. That's not bad. Oh. Anyways, Kyle, <clears throat> I wanted I was to really ask hoping you. you were going to say, Kyle, what is your second topic? I was like, that would have been hilarious. You motherfucker. No. Okay, um, so, as you can see, uh, I'm in a different setup than I was last week. Sure. The, the closet desk uh, project has been started. And by been started, I mean I took the doors off my closet and my previous setup is now in there because I can't find anybody who's, who wants to cut a butcher's block for me. So if you got, if anybody out there has got a butcher block guy, let me know. Um, otherwise, do you not just know somebody with like a saw? No. Are you saying you want it like custom cut so that you only buy the cut piece? Yeah, I, I want to just only buy the cut piece. Gotcha. I don't want to have to buy it and then cut it down. Seems like gotcha. a lot of extra work. Um, but I also just have some very important news. Kyle has been hammering me every time we talk about computers for New Egg Shuffle. And I remind him that I've probably been doing it longer than he has. I was finally selected today. You were. The 3070 Ti is on the way. Don't tell my wife. Um, but. Hi, Jess. <laughs> Kyle, if you were advising somebody right now when it comes to computers, would you tell them to go the pre-built route or would you tell them to wait and slowly buy parts as they can? That's a good question. I think in the market that there is right now, and, and part of the reason I can't maybe um, answer this with any uh, definitive response is because I just have never even thought about buying a pre-built in my life because the, the thing that I enjoy the most about the PC process is building it myself. I think that is the most enjoyable part. Customizing it, putting it together, feeling like, the first time you boot that thing up, you're like, holy fuck, I, I made this computer work, which is awesome. Uh, yeah, it definitely is. That being said, like it's it's funny because you, you if you don't know anything about building a computer, it, it seems like this daunting task that is that must be impossible, and you're going to be soldering circuit boards, and that, that's not how building a computer works for the average you know, um, PC builder. So, right. uh, But I still think it, it's a, a fun experience, and I think it's worth doing. 
with that being said, I think right now in the market as is, I think you might be better off in the pre-built sphere, especially if you don't feel like you're really in it for the build itself. Because there are so many third-party retailers now that will customize and build it just the way that you want it anyway. So if you just are in it for the, I want this to be the way that I want it uh, type of PC and some performance and gaming, there's plenty of companies that will do that for you. The companies themselves have a significantly higher accessibility to parts than you do. Yep. Uh, they can buy directly from the producers, uh, like NZXT and shit like that. They're going straight to NVIDIA to get their parts. They're not fucking ordering them off of Newegg. You know, so the chances of you getting the parts that you want are probably higher that way, too, if you're not sitting and waiting mm-hmm. and refreshing on Newegg trying to get uh, or get the Newegg shuffle or whatever. So I, I think probably the pre-built, um, if you're not in it for the experience, is my answer. Yeah, I'm sadly in the same boat right now um i would probably i would i i say this having done it i forever i told people build your build yourself build yourself build yourself it's way better there's no markup you get the parts for what they're they cost but like you're saying right now like with things seemingly not getting much better you know i hear rumors that things are getting better and then we hear reports that they aren't getting better and then there's rumors again and then there's rumors of both ways yeah and it's just so inconsistent and such an inconvenient market right now i've been i've been signing up for a raffle for over a year yeah. and just fi- i didn't even get the graphics card that i wanted but i got one that was close it's better than the one i wanted yeah but I'm also that was the pay- problem with me when i got picked up for new egg shuffle it was like because I had just been blanket, like selecting every one that they had on their market. Like I wasn't even like looking for graphics cards that I, I wanted versus didn't want. I just right. picked all of them to try to put myself in the raffle for. Right. Which is probably part of the reason why I got selected so quickly. Probably. When I got selected, I was like, holy fuck. I got selected. Holy fuck, that thing is way more than I needed or wanted. S- same. And then I bought it anyway. <laughs> but that's where I'm at too. And now it's like, do I have to upgrade the rest of my parts? I think I, I have to. I almost did. Like... Not I, want some RAM. <laughs> bro, I ordered this RAM for Logan and it's been re I've had to like it, the order's been canceled and resubmitted like four different times. Is it Newegg? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Logan, we'll talk. Maybe I'll cut you a deal with the uh, if you want to buy my graphics card too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'd be a huge improvement. So like if I'll pull up the tier list uh, for reference. Um, anybody who doesn't know, there is a graphics card tier list on Tom's Hardware, um, where they ran graphics cards with essentially the same processor um, for every single test, and you can kind of see the scale, um, like what where they score at. So like 100% being the best, and then down from there um, on various. I don't know if it's various GPU benchmarks or they did a specific test for it, but yeah. a thir- a 3090 is pinnacle. That is your 100%. Yeah. The card that I'm getting, the 3070 Ti, is 81.5%. My previous card, the 5700 XT, is still very good. It's at 57%, but it's like that huge of an increase. Like I feel like I'm going to need a better processor, a better motherboard, better RAM to like truly get the best out of it. And that's where building the PC yourself, too, becomes like your – it's – what's the – What's the term for that? Where like you're always chasing the finish line, but it's always getting farther away. For what? Sorry. Just like in general, like oh, there, there's a term for it where like you're basically like the finish line always gets farther away, but you always get closer to the finish line. 
I don't know. There's a there's a, a saying that I'm blanking I on. I believe that that's probably true, um, but I don't know. What it but is. yeah, it's like building a PC turns into that where it's like, oh, now I got this piece. Oh, but I can, now I could upgrade this piece, and now I could upgrade this piece too. And maybe I might as well do this one if I'm doing the other two. Like, that's what it's going to turn into. Whereas, like, when you buy a pre-built, you spend your fucking 800 to $2,000 even more sometimes you know i think some of them can get up to like 10 grand um when you're doing like thread rippers with maxed out ram maxed out motherboard huge case yeah two titans like you can go crazy and it can get stupid expensive um but like i think i tried to build like the ultimate pc for me on the internet one time like like on pc part picker yeah and like the most i could get it to get up to like intentionally trying to make a hugely expensive computer was like three grand I've got it higher. I promise you that. I probably uh, could, but I was just like, this is the most I could ever want. Was like yeah. And that was, you know, three, four years ago when parts were cheaper. So Right. Luckily for me, if I do decide to upgrade the other parts, most of them seemingly aren't having the issues. Um, like, there's still plenty of processors out there. Like, those haven't been too scarce from what I've seen. No, not at all. Um, RAM, Which apparently. Which is interesting, honestly. Maybe it's just the RAM that I ordered, like, it probably is. being a problem. Um Logan, like I said, we'll talk. I'll cut you. I'll cut you a nice deal. I'll give you my RAM and the graphics card. We'll work out a price. Um, but yeah, like I think with building a PC, it becomes kind of that never-ending journey. Whereas when you're not as invested in it and you just want a PC because you want a game and you or you want to edit, you want to do whatever yeah. you want to do, like that PC is good enough. And if you're not like like us weirdos who buy like. 2k or 4k monitors and you're chasing like playing your games to ultra settings and all of that like i think honestly the thing that i need to upgrade the most now is my monitor because my gpu can just go fucking ham kyle's about to buy a 4k monitor you heard it here first i honestly need to this man's gonna buy i don't need to i should fucking samsung odyssey g9 (laughs) he's gonna buy a 49 inch ultra wide i don't think i would like that i would hate it i would never i think i would rather have two monitors than one huge monitor yes as somebody with two monitors, yes. As somebody who wants a third monitor, quadruple yes. Yeah. I want another vertical one on the right. It'll look like a, the TIE Fighters from Star Wars. Imagine spending 1K to suffer through Apex and Tarkov. Logan, I don't have to imagine it. Dude, people spend $2,000 to play Fortnite, so... I mean, yeah, literally. Yeah. Some people spend ten grand to play Fortnite and stream it with poor settings, so they still somehow only stream in 1440p. I mean, honestly... If we're, if we're being 480p. realistic, the only people that are buying a $10,000 computer either aren't buying it because it's all sponsored shit that's getting yeah. sent to them, or they were disgustingly rich. 10, 000, yeah, 10000 is a blink of an eye to them. Yeah. Like, it's just... Your, your average user, even... I, I would be super curious if there's anybody out there that is a average consumer that makes a normal-ass salary, like, at six figures or lower that bought a... And by at six, I mean at $100,000 a year or less salary that bought a $10,000 computer. Oh, I'm sure there are. I just feel like there can't be that many. It's so unrealistic. It's so stiff. Like yeah. 10% of your income, if you're on the max side of that. But like even uh, then, like, computer. I'd rather buy a separate like streaming computer. Like most of the people who are in that use case that you're talking about are probably people who have a full-time job but also want to be a streamer. And like they're thinking that if they buy the best product, like they'll perform the best, but really like they'd be better off spending 2K on a PC for gaming and then 2K on a PC for streaming, to like stream in super high quality and be able yeah. to play in there in, in high quality you mean and I everything. Can't stream from my Raspberry Pi. 
I mean, you can, I think, but maybe not the best call. Speaking of that, I do want a 3D printer. Um, anyways, but yeah, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely, I've always been team build, but right now and for the foreseeable future, you have, foreseeable, um, you have to lean the, the pre-built route right now. And it's funny because, like I said, I say that with absolutely no evidence and no research, but I'm assuming that right now, if you went on PC Part Picker and you built out your ideal computer and then you found the same exact computer on a third-party vendor that has pre-built it, you will probably get it faster and cheaper. That's the big thing is speed. Even if yeah. it's not cheaper. like just... you could sit for months right now waiting to get a GPU. Yeah. like I, It's been a year for me. And then I finally got selected today. I didn't even know I got selected. That was the craziest part is I was so used to filling it out and not getting picked. And I almost didn't look at my email. And then yeah. I looked at it right before we got on this. And it was like, Jacob, reminder, you were selected in New Egg Shuffle. <laughs> Dude, I remember uh, my internet connection was super shitty when I found out that I got selected. And I was like, oh, fuck, got to rush. Got to go put the buy order in. At and least was, you, like, like maybe you had time, though. I had six minutes before this podcast started before I yeah, wasn't I selected anymore. Yeah, that's true, yeah. I've been extremely happy, though. I'm actually kind of surprised that you found a GPU that wasn't combined with a motherboard, because that's how they almost always do it on the New Egg Shuffle. I only, every time I see the, the graphics cards, normally when you click on it, it'll give you, like, the options that are that graphics card. Yeah. The craziest part is this was one of the ones that was offered today. It was the, just the graphics card and then the graphics card with a bundle. And I think I clicked both, but I just got selected for the graphics gotcha. card. Because I feel like uh, every single one of them when I was trying to get one was a bundle. Yeah, this wasn't even like the most expensive one that I was like that I clicked on either, which is what blows my mind. I think the most. Hmm. Yeah, but I'm getting a an ASUS Tough 3070 Ti. I also got an ASUS Tough but it is a 3080 Ti. <laughs> yeah, and you also spent <laughs> at least 50% more than what I spent. That's almost exactly true, but it was 50% more with a motherboard. <laughs> Fuck off. Anyways, um, yeah, like I selected I selected the exact graphics card with the Z590A Pro ATX Intel motherboard, which would have been funny because I don't even have an Intel chipset. I would have had to buy a completely I was actually really computer. nervous about that when I started seeing some of those bundles. I was like, oh, fuck, what if I get selected for an Intel one? Because then I do have to upgrade. Yeah, a you lot have of to different... rebuild everything. Yeah, which I ended up pretty much doing a full rebuild anyway. But yeah, that's just because, like you said, the scarcity of things that aren't GPU related or isn't nearly as bad. So I was able to build around my GPU. Yeah, but also like and that's why I didn't feel like as bad spending the money on it is like I know what this graphics card is worth, especially with the market now. Like it's, I'm really, I'm spending what I would have previously spent to upgrade and I would have just kept this graphics card and just in yeah. case, yeah. whereas like I can just sell it right now. I can get 600 bucks back. I spent 300 bucks on a new graphics card. Yeah. Like the resale market isn't nearly as crazy as it was though. Trust me. I'm yeah. Oh, oh graphics yeah. Card right now. <laughs> I, I went, so like I looked on StockX, looked up my graphics card and looked at sold. So I know what it is selling for. Yeah. Which definitely makes it easier plus like i could always sell it to logan I, I have i have plenty of friends who have built computers who are sure like i well like david one of the common listeners to the podcast he might even be listening to it right now um 
I advised him to build and then it was like right when everything hit to, like hit to shit. Yep. And so he ended up buying a pre-built and I told him whenever I get selected for a new graphics card, I will sell you mine at a pretty good price. And like, so I can, I can hit him up too. If Logan doesn't end up wanting it and see, you know, if, if that's a route for him to go to. So it's like, I ha- yeah, I, I know, know I have options looking to build right now. So for me, it's, I don't really have that. I just have to yeah. throw it on Facebook marketplace and look for someone to bite. Well, It'd be that way sometimes. I just wanted it to brag. I'm finally getting a new graphics card. Kyle's going to still hear me bitching about my frame rates. Let me tell you. Sure. And now i got to figure out which motherboard I'm buying. <laughs> Logan just texted me, maybe. Um, <laughs> but anyways, Kyle, what is your second topic of the week? My second topic of the week is on the same theme as my previous topic, but I've heard some variation of this bounced around on the internet for different portions of time, but I am curious, what are some fears that you had as a child or things that you were worried about as a child that are no longer applicable as an adult? I got a lot. Or things that you thought would be problems as an adult that are not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you get the distinction? I, yeah, I get what you're saying. Either was an actual problem or you just thought it was going to be. Um, I don't even know what Logan's saying there. Um, he's, we're texting about it now, and he's talking about getting his M.2 switched over and then says, I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, my other M.2 that has three times the storage. He's my problem is that my storage. M.2 is my boot drive, so instead of probably trashing it, I'm going to take it somewhere. Okay. I don't even know what that means. Anyways, um, yeah, so when I was a kid, I was afraid of the dark. Uh, I was scared of heights. Yeah. Yeah. I was scared of, I was deathly afraid of tornadoes. Like, if I knew there was a yeah. tornado siren, I, feel I was. Like it's a legitimate fear in the Midwest, though. Yes. But also, it would be like, I w- there would be like, what's the one that's not, there hasn't been a tornado scene? Tornado Watch, I think is, the, is that one. Like, Watch First Warning. Watcher, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Tornado Watch, like, if they thought there could be a tornado, I was like having a full blown panic attack. Like, it was bad. Um,. So those were all fears of mine. Um, I still am slightly afraid of butterflies. That's a weird one. There was a SpongeBob episode. You, if you didn't watch SpongeBob, you don't know what I'm talking about. If you do know SpongeBob, you know exactly what I'm talking about. There was an episode where there was a butterfly in Sandy's dome. And it would land on SpongeBob's helmet that he had to wear to keep yeah. the water in. I think I and it would, zo- it would, it would like, it was a jump scare. It like cut to a zoomed in butterfly, full buzzing noise and everything. I can probably find a clip of it on on YouTube if I really looked for it. And it was it traumatized me to no end to the point where like I'm still like I'm getting over it because I know it, I'm never gonna see a butterfly like that in my life. But like I still don't love it, and I and as a result, I don't like when I can hear, like the buzzing of bugs near my ear. I, I still don't like that. Um, the dark was a really bad one. I was I was afraid of the dark for a really long time. I think the most common one that I hear when I see some variation of this out in the world is quicksand. I've never I, like I knew you know, I was never gonna run cartoons. into it. I I don't know that I did. And I feel I like did. most people didn't realize that. I feel like most people were like, this quicksand thing's real. Like, it's fucking terrifying. Like, I it could walk real. out onto a beach and find quicksand. <laughs> and yeah, just, I mean, it's real, did. but... 
I actually saw a video of this recently too, where somebody had found some quicksand and they were like filming themselves, like stomping on it because yeah. it's not like, you know, in a cartoon you see it and it's like a tornado of sand Yeah, or whatever. You're like, Oh, it's you know, not the case. Toilet hole of sand. And it's literally just like wet sand that you yeah. sink into. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and it's not all that fast. <laughs> yeah. I, it's actually uh, quite slow. I think. Um, so one thing that I, when I was a kid, I was always afraid of, and as I'm older, I'm not like, like I thought it would be a problem in my life for some reason, but it definitely isn't, is the concept of like being stuck in the middle of the ocean with nothing surrounding you. Yeah. Like I'm just never going to put myself in that situation. So it's yeah. never going yeah, to yeah. be a problem. Yeah. It, when you, That is like horrifying though. It like still is. Like it's you, a, it's a terrifying concept of just nothingness forever. Dude, like search and rescue efforts are so much more difficult and like over water too. Like, so the chance of you being found are actually pretty low. I think I'd yeah. have to look at some statistics, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty low. Like it's very yeah. difficult to find somebody for sure. And it's just like, but I'm also never going to put myself in a situation where I'm that far away from. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm just, yeah. I just, I'm never going to do that. Um, the only like situation I could ever think of is like, if you're on like a cruise, I would or never, on, I don't want to go on a cruise. Um, you know, some sort of a, a boat trip. But even then, like modern day technology is so good, like you're probably broadcasting to some control station, like a GPS yeah. coordinate, all the time. So they should be able to at least have a, a good vicinity of where you are. Yeah, like I'm never like yeah. It's just not something I'm ever worried about. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other things that like I th when I was younger I thought it would be a problem as as an adult, and it's just not. This is less of a fear and more of like a problem that I had as a kid that I just don't have as an adult. Like stains. <laughs> I probably have more stains now. I don't like, I I'm kid. more careful, I think, as an adult or maybe just more aware of my surroundings. And I don't like ruin clothes because I fucking spilled something on them. Or I'm not like outside rolling in the mud in my clothes. So I don't like get mud yeah. stains or anything anymore. But it was such a problem for me as a kid. Like, I was constantly ruining clothes and shoes. Yeah. I was, like for me, it was cell phones. I broke cell phones like it was my fucking job. It's, that's so funny to me because I think that might be like the d dividing factor between my age and your age, which is not that big of a difference. You're two years older. What, two years older than me? I think I'm three years older than you. How old are you going to be this year again? 29. Yeah, I'm tw I turned 27 this year. Okay, so like two and a half years. Yeah. But it's crazy because I, like, I remember. Like the, the fact that you say like, a, that was a huge problem for you. Like people didn't have phones until maybe high school for me. I think I was one of the first people to have a phone and it's because I bought like, a prepaid Nokia brick phone, track phone from Walmart that I could text on. And it cost me like 25 cents a text. And that was the first phone I ever had. And that was like crazy. Like people were like, dude, you have a cell phone? I was like, yeah, I had to yeah. pay for it myself. Oh, how much was it? It was like, hundred bucks and I have to refill it every six months or whatever the fuck it was. You know, I don't know, like pay as you go. But so I only got a phone because I played sports. And so we'd be at practice until like five o'clock. So I had to call or text my parents to come pick us up. Hmm. Like that was the only reason I had a phone, but like, I feel like that was very uncommon for my generation. High school was different. People started getting more commonly cell phones in high school. Yeah. Um, hold on. I'm telling Logan how to do shit. That what year did the iPhone come out? 2008. 10 i want to say first iphone 2007 
Yeah, 2007. So I was in middle school when the first iPhone came out. So I guess when it was my, probably late middle school or early high school then when that started to get popular. When my dad got the first iPhone is when I got my first cell phone, which was a, I had an old Motorola Razor. Shout out. Greatest phone of all time. I remember um, everyone thinking they were the coolest kids in the world for having a Razor, and I was so jealous. I never had one. To your hard drive. I went from a Nokia to like a cheap Samsung flip phone, I believe. I had one of those little slide-up phones. I had I one of those. I did we, have one of those. We got them when it was literally like you get three phones for the price of one. Like they gave, we paid for one, they gave us three. Well, dude, it used to be like, you know, when you'd renew a contract too, that it was any phone that they had for a penny. Yeah, like, the, yeah, when it Back was the, the two con- when it was the subsidized contracts. Yeah. Um, and now it's, that's unheard of. Yes. Like there is no is. such thing as a free phone anymore. Yeah. No. You pay monthly or you do the lease if you are on iPhone forever on Sprint slash T-Mobile. <laughs> As a guy who worked for a phone store for a couple of years. Um, but yeah, I would break, like, it was, it was so not my fault in a lot of situations too. Like I had one in my pocket and I was at school and got bumped into a desk and it shattered the screen. I had one where like I got pushed into a puddle and my phone was in my pocket. I think it was an LG flip phone that I had, which is funny to think about. The only LG, whenever I think of LG, I think of the LG chocolate, hmm. which was one of, I want to say that was one of the ones that like slid up and then out. Might've been, but that was I also the that Pantech flip phone. duo. I remember back in the day, uh, you couldn't put your phone on true silence. Yeah. Vibration was silent, right? Like that was the setting. There was no quiet mode. It was right. I'm either ringing or I'm vibrating. And I remember I was in school and I didn't turn my phone off. Right, like I put it on vibrate because that's what you do. Did you, you have to answer your phone, your phone in front of the class? No, I didn't. I had but to. It was so funny because the phone. I was wearing basketball shorts and so it was like dangling in my pocket on my hip, you know. And because it like wasn't like held at all, like you know, compressed in my pants at all, and it had an extremely like vicious vibrate on yeah. that phone. It vibrated so fucking loud that the teacher went to the window and thought there was like a like a cicada <laughs> like on the window, like thinking that the bug was trying to get in. And my hilarious. buddy looks at me, he's like, "Dude, that was loud as fuck." And he, I found out after he said that that he didn't he didn't know it was my phone because I thought when he made a comment to me that he knew it was my phone and was like laughing about it, but he was like, "Oh, dude, that's a huge bug, I bet." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, dude, that's my fucking phone." Uncle Kyle I with the like next I, I wanted those were the ones with the walk like the built-in is that what it was the walk yeah yeah. yeah yeah I remember that that was later and in... I wanted one of those so bad but you Everybody only could, really you shit. had to have Sprint Nextel like that was which the is only funny carrier. too because that was such like a non like the brand was just non-existent and then they came on the market with this fucking campaign of like yeah. you can use your phone I can't as a walkie talkie like look up a fucking commercial but yeah it was like it was are you there yeah can you hear me. No, because can you hear me? Was Verizon? Are you? Sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. Nextel is something else. It was. Ah, oh, I can't remember what their marketing scheme was, but it was good. It was I'm. Good lo- uh, I have a commercial from 2004 that I'm watching right now. It's two guys dancing in an office to "Ooh, baby, baby." <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with the phone. It's the commercial for the phone. I know, but I mean. Oh I yeah, and they're in the office, and they're talk- They're using the phones as walkie-talkies. But yeah, it's uh, that was funny though, and now it's funny because there's like an app on your uh, Apple Watch. Yeah, for walkie-talkie now, if you yep. have one. Did you ever downgrade phones? Um, I don't think so. I had a point in my life where I was like, 
I didn't want to use an iPhone. I wanted to be different and didn't want to use an iPhone anymore. So I downgraded to a BlackBerry. Uh, I don't know if you should call that a downgrade. Carly would probably fight you. She thinks Blackberries are Blackberries were the shit of all time. But is oh, I'm gonna steal your topic a little bit. Is there ever a cell phone that you wanted that you never had? And it, if just so, the razor, I think the really because I remember when I was for me um, it was the uh, the Sidekick. Oh I always yeah, wanted I remember a sidekick. being jealous of one of those. Um, the only thing I would say other than that was I remember just wanting a smartphone, but I, mm-hmm. I, I don't think iPhone had reached the level of popularity required for me to like have wanted the iPhone specifically. Yeah, I was just like, man, people can get it on the internet on their phone. Yeah. I want to do that. My dad, before BlackBerry had the Palm Trios, which were essentially Blackberries without the little scrolly ball. Oh um, yeah, okay, yeah. And it had like the it had the antenna and built into the antenna was a stylus. Yeah, I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. And actually, that's what I switched to before I got a BlackBerry. I switched to that because we still had it and it still worked on AT and T. And then later on, I switched to the BlackBerry. And then I eventually I never ended up switching back to a li- switching back to an iPhone because I didn't want to hate my life anymore. Um, but yeah, yeah, I never had a BlackBerry. You missed out. I I remember like BBM being a huge yeah. thing. Everybody was obsessed with that shit. Like it was iMessage before Messenger. I yeah it was iMessage before iMessage existed. I feel like it was just like an AOL Instant Messenger on the BlackBerry. I mean yeah that's really what it was, but which is funny now because I found it actually like it's it's crazy to me that I have lived long enough that people don't know what that is. Oh I know. I have tried to use that as a reference so many times in life now. And people are like looking through the fucking back of my head. I was talking is a AOL. (laughs) I was talking to somebody the other day who didn't even know what the sidekick was. Isn't that fucking insane? I am not very old. Yeah. In the grand scheme of life, I am not very old. You're what? 28 right now. I am rapidly approaching 30 and that still doesn't make me very old. Yeah. Like we're not old. We are not and old. The people amount that technology has changed and developed in my lifetime yeah. is incredible. Like I literally went from the very first phone I ever had to be a Nokia brick with T9 word texting and Snake as the only application, if you will, on the phone to now Yo, Snake everything is, is at my fingertips. Though. It's incredible. It really is incredible. Yeah. It's I I remember like I've completely derailed from my topic, by the way. We can keep talking about this stuff. What though. was your? Oh yeah, fears. Um, we'll get back to that. Uh, Swallowing gum is a good example. Yes. Not that you're big always. Of a deal. No, you literally. It was like the whole. It takes seven years to digest. Guess what? You don't digest it. You literally just poop yeah. it out the next yeah. time you poop. Yeah. It goes through yeah. your body that quickly. Dude, the, um, the number of times that we were forced to stop, drop, and roll growing up, which is a legitimate learning, yeah, tool, whatever. But I've never had to use it. Nope. Never in my life have I been on fire. Can we can we talk about another thing that we learned as kids real quick that was useless? Go ahead. Did you ever have to, ever have to do the tornado drills where you All get, the the, I don't think you they, get I don't, on your knees and you cover your neck as if that's the one spot that can paralyze you? Well, it wasn't supposed to... You weren't, like, covering your neck. You were, like, bringing your head no, down. No, we so were told you. specifically to just cover our neck so that we didn't get paralyzed. Oh, ours was, like, that you were just supposed to tuck your head so, like... You were trying to protect your head area. They probably head and neck, but that's why you were like in, in best case scenario, you had grabbed a book out of your room and you were putting yeah. the, the book 
over your head slash neck area. Uh, yeah. Chat rooms were, yeah, and, like, MSN Messenger was post-AOL Instant Messenger. Yep. So you had, like, that, and you had, um, uh, all sorts of, like, that was when, like, the, like, level of creepiness on the internet was getting huge. Yeah. Because you started having, like, RPGs, like, um, did you ever play My Coke World? Do you know yep. what I'm talking about? Yeah, we my family was big into my Coke rewards. Where it was like an entire Coca-Cola universe. Yep. <laughs> but that was like creepy as fuck, dude. And then there like was the like the ASL generation. Yep. Creepy as fuck. Very creepy. So creepy. Very cringe too. Oh yeah, um, big time. Logan, shut up. Um Speaking of, this is funny because I I looked up a list now of like things that are like common fears people have as a kid. Or, like, that has been, like, instilled in them. And, like, meeting people on the internet. Or, like, having online friends. For example, how Jake and I met. Literally. <laughs> it's such a taboo from, like, when we were kids. Yeah, Dane's dad was like, make sure he's not a kill, He's not a murderer. He, yeah, he thought I was going to be a serial killer. And then yeah. Jess and I were very much just like, yeah, we'll fly to Arizona. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a good one. Um, the ceiling light in your car. Oh, I was like, about to mention that. It's funny like, too because I, I remember. It was illegal. Um, I do. Re- I remember thinking that that it was literally illegal. That's what I was told. Like that's what and I, I don't know learned. who told me that. My parents did. And it's Mine just because they too. didn't want it on when they were driving. But it's funny because you think about it. And it's like because of that, I I've never used that light in my vehicle. I have. Ever. I definitely have. I have used like the front ones, like when I was parked. But I'm talking about like the center one in like a car. Yeah. I've never used that ever in my life. Oh yeah, I haven't really ever. I've I've used it. I've never like used it while I was driving. Yeah, um, it's like a, a fear that just is silly as shit. Let's see what else. Cracking knuckles. Yep, that one. Yeah. Get arthritis. Do it right now. Oh, Crack. getting uh, yeah, that was a good one too. Like, then this wasn't a fear. This was just stupid shit that your parents would say. But like, getting your face stuck if you made like stupid faces. Oh yeah, you'll be you know? you'll be what you eat. That yeah. too. Yeah. If you eat too yeah, many yeah. noodles, you're suddenly going to turn into a noodle? <laughs> Insert question mark here. Um, I'm trying to think of like, oh, you have to you got to wait 30 minutes after you eat before you go swimming or you're going to drown. Yeah, and and some of it wasn't like I don't know how many times that was preached to me as like an anti-drowning technique, but it was more of like an anti-cramping, which I think there is some also, probably legitimate no, science behind that. I don't there know. There isn't. If you don't breathe, if you don't mouth breathe, you won't your stomach won't cramp like that. If you breathe through your nose, exhale through your mouth, you will never cramp. Uh-uh. That's all it is. But know. when you're more full, I've definitely always ignored a, that logic, yeah, but same. I just never knew if it was real or not. When you're more full, you have a tendency to mouth breathe, which is where hmm. that comes from. Um, I remember actually when I was younger, I was told that I could drink too much water and I would die. That's and true. That, it is true. But as an adult, like I have, it's when not I a was, problem because nobody's ever going to drink. Well, yeah, unless you're, you're deliberately doing it. Yeah. Like I have drank at one point in my life, I was legitimately working out like two hours twice a day and I was drinking like two gallons of water a day. But even then, like that's really over 24 hours. That's really not a crazy amount that's a lot there was it's actually a, a lot, recent thing that, not happened crazy. that was shown about this but uh i think it's like you said depending on the level of exercise and everything like if i'm sweating out a lot throughout the day then sure i can intake a little bit more water but there is problems for your like organs and shit like uh what do they call it water intoxication yeah 
But that's so, also yeah. like if you're drinking a lot really fast. Like I was just constantly, you, like I was just steadily yeah. drinking water. It wasn't. I'm just like, trying to let the audience know that you, you shouldn't do that. Yes, uh, yes, obviously, don't drink a lot of water <laughs> in a short period of time, especially if you're trying to win a contest you for a radio go jump show. On quicksand either. Hey, yeah. did you ever do the gallon challenge? The like, gallon of milk. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever do the Sprite I, banana challenge? Mm-mm. Crackers. Eat. Saltine challenge. Oh yeah, you know a whole thing, a whole sleeve of saltines. No, it wasn't a sleeve. It was like six saltines in a minute or something like that. Oh yes, no, yeah, we did that Which youth group really one time. Which is really fucking difficult. Um, cinnamon challenge. That one's cinnamon up there. Cinnamon challenge. I didn't do that. That was like I have. That's easy. I feel like the cinnamon challenge was like in the follow-on generation of people. Like our yeah. generation was the milk challenge and shit, and then all of a sudden the cinnamon thing came out when I was older. Did you ever do the uh, fiber one bar challenge? No. Try and eat a whole box of fiber one bars and then go eight hours without taking a shit. Okay. I have heard of that and no, I did not do that. I did it. Succeeded. Um, I feel like that's a misnomer anyway. Like just because you're eating fiber doesn't mean you're going to shit yourself. It doesn't not mean it. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Some, some medical person out there smarter than me, you can tell me about. Yeah. If you actually have a, you know, a science degree, let us know. Did we do a second topic for you? We can't. I said, if you have one, I have a pre-prepared topic. I mean, no. I was going to say, we, we probably barely have time to squeeze in if you do. We're almost yeah. out of time. We'll call the Super Bowl one my first topic. Okay. All right. Uh, real quick, Kyle, what's your go-to mixed drink? <laughs> uh, it, honestly, it's ginger and whiskey. All right. Go-to, like, somewhat fancier cocktail. Ginger and whiskey. <laughs> uh, I don't my... really drink cocktails my go-to mixed drink vodka soda go-to cocktail old-fashioned there we go i do like an old-fashioned which i have it's been a more recent discovery for me i um i've had quite a few recently actually i just had one last weekend and i enjoy an old-fashioned for right sure. there i've got i got the bitters i got a bunch of whiskey do you like do you have yeah. your oranges and cherries over there uh i do have cherry syrup the cherry the actual cherries are in the fridge hmm. um but I have orange bitters, regular bitters, grenadine right there, bunch of bourbons. Come on over, Kyle. We'll have some old, like fashions. old fashioned. I don't really want to come to Illinois. You can come here. You can come to Illinois at some point. Maybe. You'll come here for Riot Fest at least once more time. That's probably true once COVID chills out. I actually tried to buy tickets for this year's and they were sold out by the time. Because I thought it was right when like the lull happened in COVID where like we like pre-Omicron and like post-Delta where we thought things were going to be normal. Or maybe pre-Delta actually. Either way, when things were no, starting it was, to it was out. It was post-Delta pre-Omicron. Okay, yeah. And I, I looked at tickets and they were sold out completely. So that sucked. But Illinois is talking about lifting their mask mandate indoors by the end of February. Are. That's so. not a an encouraging thing for me <laughs> i'm just hoping that everything gets back to normal somewhat soon if not i'll keep wearing my mask i'll keep being vaccinated let me know when uh, i keep my fourth booster 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 <laughs> give it six eight months yeah all right rank your last beer before we go um this one was definitely this is like a breakfast beer it's very much like drinking a mimosa i'll give it a six one i'll give this a five nine told you it was gonna that might be slightly underrating it to be honest like it, it's fine it's hard to follow up a, it's not it's hard to follow up a good stout with a yeah just and like honestly a, a, i put like a lot a, of consideration which is why i didn't drink that stout last week is because i was trying to better pair my beverages 
but I just don't have any other stouts. And so it was either going to be that and a golden or that and a amber or that and a... Um, I would have done the amber in that. I feel like that profile would have been closer. I don't know. There was just like I didn't have a perfect thing to match that with. So we're gonna spend the next week trying to find you a bottle shop to go to. Yeah, I keep forgetting. Well, I just like Total Wine. And I actually haven't been in quite a long time, so they probably have a, a newer selection that I can go check out. Get over there. I need to. I need, I need to, to get more points. I actually need to go. I need to stock up on stouts again. I got a lot of sours, and I've gone through most of the stouts because I have a lot of like packs of stouts and i don't want to drink the same stuff on here it's funny because the last time i went i bought like 18 beers like random beers for this podcast and then i had to take that break for like a month and a half and like so two, like three months. i'm still working through this <laughs> but yeah it's fine you you deserve a restock kyle anyways thank, thank you all for tuning in i will promise to be better about uploading the episodes in time if you're listening to us live and you have not gone on itunes or spotify make sure you listen to the previous two episodes that we have Gone there. Finally just, posted. Check them out. Give, give us a like. Give us a rating on iTunes. Give us a follow on there as well. Please do. Um, make sure you interact with us on social medias. The number two AVG husbands on Twitter and Instagram. Question mark. And Instagram. Make sure you interact with us on there. We are going to get better about posting more consistently on there. I think Thank Facebook you. is the only one that's two average husbands spelled out. And I did just yeah. post on Instagram for the first time in like three months. So <laughs> there's something on our story right now. And it's the beer that I drink. <laughs> exactly. Make sure you hop into the Discord as well. The link tree, if it's not in the link of all of our episodes, I'm going to go back and make sure that I add it all in there. Make sure you hop into the Discord. We will be hanging out in there from time to time. Um, we'll do some specific nights where we just kind of hang out in there. Even We've been really bad podcast. about the Discord, honestly. We we came up with that idea together, and we thought it was going to be really good, and we were excited about it. And then it just, the, um, I would say the we didn't wait to get some interest from the fans of two average husbands if you will for lack of a better term listeners of two average husbands so if you if you guys are interested in that type of thing let us know we'll we'll, we'll come in there and chat we'll find a find a way to get in there we could do a podcast literally just in discord if you guys want at some point in time too and chat in there or whatever but yeah happy to do it just express your interest and we'll move things around and make things happen we're we're here for the good times and for the for the people to have a good time too exactly we might even do like a specific night where we just invite people just to hang out in discord and drink with us who knows literally anytime that's what we're here for that's what we're here for here to chill thank you all for tuning in i will let kyle speak his piece kyle take it away i will take it away ernie name that reference somebody tweet at me anyway uh you can find me at kyle and herson spelled out like that uh h-e-r-son on twitter and you can find Jake at Perry F underscore FF on Twitter as well. If he didn't mention his own, I don't know if he did or not. Uh, and then you can find all of our social medias and everything as well. Um, so come join us, hang out, check out the discord. Let us know what you like and don't like. Part of this is selfish fun for us. So we can have an excuse to drink every week. Uh, and part of it is because we think we're entertaining sometimes. So I can't remember what Jake promised. I think it was 250 or 500 followers or some shit like that on social media. We'll send you a t-shirt. Oh, it's something like this. Maybe a better version of this. I don't know yet. Just get us to 100. Get us to 100. I will send you a t-shirt. And then I'll, I'll Jake make Kyle been... make the t-shirt, but I'll send it. <laughs> Jake has been really pushing for this uh, McLob Ultra and other beer sponsorships. So retweet those things too and help us out. Other than that, thanks for joining us, guys. It's been another great week. See you guys next week. To Average Husbands. Peace out. And as always, don't forget to tell somebody that you love them.